As you likely noticed, the readings for today's Feast of the Holy Family sheds light on the importance of the elderly members of our families. Shortly before he resigned from the papacy, Pope Benedict visited some of his peers at an elderly care center in Rome and spoke beautiful words of comfort and encouragement to the residents. In that speech, he said, Although I am aware of the difficulties that our age entails, I would like to tell you with deep conviction, it is beautiful to be old. Of course, I know from so many of you that growing old doesn't always feel beautiful. Growing old often entails feelings of sadness and frustration. Growing old is often associated with aches and pains as well as the loss of independence. Elderly people often feel a sense that they are a burden to their family and their society, and they sometimes lose a sense that they have a purpose. The story of Jesus' presentation, which we heard in the Gospel, shows us that the elderly people have a beautiful purpose, which is to know and love God. In the story, we were introduced to two elderly people. Anna was said to be 84 years old during this story. It does not tell us how old Simeon was, but the words that he spoke after seeing the Christ child give us a clue that he was likely quite advanced in years. The story is also clear that both Anna and Simeon were devout Jews. There is no doubt, based on this story, that they had dedicated a significant amount of their lives to prayer. It says that Anna spent every day and night in the temple fasting and praying. And we see in this story that despite all of this prayer, despite all of their devotion, there were still ways in which they had not yet experienced God. This experience that we heard about in the gospel where God comes to them as a small child, even in their old age, this filled them with great joy. Anna told everyone about the child that she had seen to all who were awaiting redemption. As Catholics, we cannot view aging and growing old with cynicism. We cannot be afraid of aging. Every year of aging is another year of growing in wisdom and grace and another year of deepening our knowledge and love of God. The story in the gospel shows us that God loves the elderly dearly and he reveals himself to them in profound and very deep ways. I know this is true because of the faith that I have seen in elderly people throughout my life including so many here in our local parishes. The readings also teach us that our love and honor of our parents does not end when we reach adulthood. The first reading from the book of Sirach explains that our mother and father deserve our love and respect even into old age. We read, My son, take care of your father when he is old. Grieve him not 
as long as he lives, even if his mind fail, be considerate with him. Revile him not in the fullness of your strength, for kindness to a father will not be forgotten. It will serve as a sin offering. It will take lasting root. Spending time with and caring for your elderly parents means a great deal to God. He will not forget it on your day of judgment. And even if you don't have that opportunity because uh, perhaps your parents passed before their time, there are so many elderly people in this community uh, that I know uh, would love your support and care as well. Uh, So many people in our parish bring communion to the elderly, the homebound, and it's a wonderful ministry. Catholic Community Services also, of course, provide some opportunities for people to uh, help the elderly around their home. It can be a life-giving ministry. And I especially want to encourage our young parishioners to get to know your grandparents well. Oftentimes we're taught through our culture that their ideas, that their values, their understanding of the world and how it works, we get the message that all those things are outdated, old-fashioned, that they no longer are relevant to our own times. But I've found that we have an awful lot to learn from the elderly. They've lived through much tougher times than we're living through right now. And amazingly, so many of them have never lost their faith, have never lost their hope, and have never lost their love for God. Many of them lived through the Depression, through world wars, conditions that I don't think people my age would be able to endure. And despite these challenges, we knew what we call the greatest generation to be full of love and hope. When we look at our elderly parishioners or our elderly relatives, we can't forget that the reason we often think so highly of them is because of their faith at work in them. And of course, there's in any generation a fair share of curmudgeons. I know that. But there's a lot of curmudgeons who are my age. There are a lot of curmudgeons, people who've already grown cynical and pessimistic. And again, we haven't even seen nearly what the greatest generation saw with World War II and with the Depression. Again, there's something real about our faith. There's something that really does work when we give our lives over to God, as so many people in this generation did. And I don't just know that from my experience. I've offered so many funerals to our elderly parishioners I've heard so many eulogies of these people's parent, uh, excuse me, these people's children and grandchildren speaking so eloquently of how wonderful their mother and father, or their grandma or grandpa was. I hear it so often. And I just don't understand how people can't see the connection that their faith played in forming that person. You know, we take a lot for granted. Uh, Our elderly have been rocks in our life. People that we can rely on. People who've stepped up when they were needed. 
And that doesn't always happen naturally. Okay? I don't know that subsequent generations are going to be as reliable and as strong and as courageous. Because to be a joyful and generous person in difficult times, it's not easy at any age. And we can't expect that this is just going to happen naturally for us. The kindness and generosity and love that we see in so many of our aging loved ones is not something that always comes naturally. It comes from God at work in the life of a person over the course of a lifetime. 